everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 201. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Let me tell you, Justin. Yes. I... I, you know, you know how much I care about this show. You know how much I care about you, the Points of Articulation podcast, and of course the Points of Articulation listeners out there. Do you know how much I care? How much? Let me tell you. Let me let me paint a scene. Uh, as we are recording, it is uh, Friday, September seventh, two thousand eighteen. It is currently ten minutes after nine o'clock p.m. I. Moments ago, I mean, we chatted a little before we started recording, but literally minutes before I hopped on Skype with you, I returned home from uh, from Best Buy uh, uh, a retail outlet store uh, where I purchased a, a game for the PlayStation 4 entertainment system. Uh, it's right here. Listen, you can you can hear it. There's listen to the box. Oh, there it is. You know what you know what that is that I just popped open? What's that? It's a game. Uh it's a video game called uh The Spider-Man. I just got this game. And I've been looking forward to this game. A guy I know like made this game. Brian Intahar. You've you've seen him on the internet. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Sam Raimi. Nah, Sam Raimi, he's uh, involved in the production of the movie oh, based on this game. Okay. It's gonna be fantastic, you understand. It's got Toby Maguire as the PlayStation 4. <laughs> but, so I've been looking so forward to this game, and I got it, and I get home, and what do I do? Do I pop it in my PS4? You do not. And start playing? Nope. I hop on, hop on the uh, the Skype on the internet so I can talk about toys and yep. not play my game. So you know what? You're welcome. We all appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, if you hear some some thwipping in the background, I don't know. <laughs> I might I might have an elaborate series of mirrors bouncing my image uh, from my TV from my living room into my bedroom where my recording uh, studio is. I say recording studio, but I mean my computer desk. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm very excited for the Spider-Man game. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll be playing that quite a bit this weekend, I reckon. Yeah, and you were saying that, uh, yeah, Brian was the, is the director, and you've known him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I used to work well because he he uh, worked at EGM back in the day, back when. I mean, I guess technically EGM is still around. Yeah, technically. But, but back when EGM, I mean, back when anyone cared about EGM, back when it was owned by Ziff Davis, and you know, during like the heyday of like the One Up Show and all that stuff. Uh, Brian was at EGM and I was at, uh, Game Now magazine, which was, uh, you know, that's the magazine from Ziff that no one remembers. But yeah, I worked with Brian for a couple years and, uh, you know, I tweeted about this earlier today that he is like the nicest guy in the world. Holy cow. What a great guy. Just friendly, funny, and, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, super, uh, cool that he, that he went on and kind of made the big time uh, doing friggin' triple A game development, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's great. So, no, so I'm I'm just super excited for him. And like I said, the game looks outstanding, and the reviews are kind of through the roof on it. So, I uh, yeah, I can't wait to give it a play. 
But, uh, boy, I'll tell you this, too. Because, you know, it's a toy podcast. Let's talk about video games the whole time. <laughs> I, you know, I, I tried. Yeah, I went to Best Buy and, um, you know, I had, I had, uh, ordered because I still have that gamers club unlocked. I know they ended the program, but I had paid off, paid it off for like another year. So I still have, you know, a year or so of, of discounts at Best Buy with, with that program. Uh, but I had ordered that online a couple weeks ago. So that was there waiting for me. And then, uh, you know, my wife, she had a very busy week. She had kind of a rough week with work and everything. You know, she was, she was just in China for like three weeks and she's been kind of running ragged ever since she got home. So I was like, you know, that, that lady deserves a break. I'm going to pick up, uh, I'm going to pick her up a copy of, uh, Dragon Quest 11, which just came out this week. And she's a big Dragon Quest fan. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, before I ran out to the store, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'll place an order. I went on, I went on the, uh, their website and checked and they were like, oh yeah, order it. And you can pick it up in an hour at our store. And I said, fantastic. I'm going out there anyway. So I placed the order and I, you know, I wait a little bit, but after like 45 minutes, I still hadn't gotten the, Hey, we found your game email, but I was like, ah, I got to get Spidey and get home so I can record this, uh, silly toy podcast. And I get out there and I ask them about it and they continue to look around for like 15 minutes. And then like they come back and they're like, oh, I don't think we're going to find it tonight. Sorry. Maybe come back in a couple of days. Maybe we'll find it by then. It's just like, come on, dudes. Seriously. So I canceled my order because I'm not going to wait a couple of days or whatever. Yeah. Get it, off, get it off Amazon or something or somewhere, but. Yes, yeah, so I was bummed. My, I did, I was gonna get my wife a nice, uh, video game surprise and I failed. I'm a terrible husband. That's <laughs> what it comes down to. So. But you got Spider-Man. But I did get my Spider-Man, so I'm excited. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that this weekend as well. Yeah, you, you bought it, uh, digitally, correct? Yes. Yeah, nice. See, so you don't have to wait for, uh, goons at the store to find your copy. It's true. Oh, geez, maybe I should just buy her the, the Dragon Quest digitally. I didn't even think about that because I'm an idiot. I'm looking to save like 20%. So I'm just, oh, I won't save my money. But yeah, I could just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's up? Let's talk, talk about, about toys. Let's talk about toys. Let's talk about Lego. Oh, I like Lego. Lego Brickheads. They're still doing brickheads. There's a lot of brickheads. Yeah. yeah. A lot of brickheads. Yeah, those are those are those are still uh, taking off. Uh let's start with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, which are currently available. Oh boy. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoys them. Uh um, me, it's me but square. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like them. I yeah, no, they're kind of they're kind of cute. I think they're cool. They're yeah, they're instead of like a two pack, they're just two separate brickheads. Yeah, that seemed a little odd. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, but they've been doing a lot of two packs lately. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine a uh, brickhead of Tupac? Oh, hmm. Think about it. Tupac mm-hmm. with Tupac and Biggie. Uh, th- oh, there you go. Lego, you guys can have that idea for free. We look forward to, uh, to picking that up in 2019. <laughs> uh, so you got Mickey and Minnie sold separately. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, they're they're cute. They're cute. I, I've, yeah. I'll probably pick them up when there's a double VIP or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'll pick them up, but but yeah, they're kind of cute. Yeah, I'm into Disney stuff in general, so no, I can dig that. I like how they use the uh, like the the dinner plates for their ears. Yeah, that's a really nice touch. Yeah, I want to. I'm I'm curious though how they're because they're kind of sticking out of the ears at like a little bit of an angle or something. So I'm kind of. I mean, they must have a clip or something embedded in their head, holding the plate in place. But I'm just kind of curious how how it's built. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, kind of cute. I like them. Um. Simpsons. I'm familiar with that show. The Simpsons, yeah, it's a great yeah. show. Um there's gonna be a two pack of brickheads. Simpsons brickheads. Ooh, let me, let me think. Iconic Simpsons duos. Well, you got Homer Marge. Mm-hmm. Bart and Lisa. Sure. Maybe maybe Bart and Milhouse. Yeah. Uh you got uh uh oh Krusty and Sideshow Bob. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a, a famous duo. You got oh, uh Patty and Selma. Oh yeah. Maybe that maybe that would be the very first <laughs> if you're if you're gonna make a line <laughs> of Simpsons breakheads, the first figures you want on shelves are Patty and Selma, certainly. Itchy and scratchy. Uh, oh oh geez, there you go, itchy and scratchy. Perfect. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. So yeah, what do we what do we got? So it's a two back of uh-huh. Homer. Yeah, oh and Marge, of course. Maybe and, Bart. Maybe Bart. Bart's very popular. And Krusty the Clown. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's a... I mean, there was that episode where where Homer was Krusty. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? When he yeah, became a, a Krusty? So I guess... I guess this, that's a nod to to that episode from like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird one. <laughs> it's a it's a weird duo, yeah. I um, mean, and I, I actually, understand Homer, yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have Homer, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but Krusty? Yeah. I mean, you know, not not like Krusty's not a a great character and all, but you know, where where's like one of the other Simpsons? Like the one of the actual actual Simpsons. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I uh, I don't like the look of these. Yeah, I don't either. I I I I don't know. They just they don't work for me. I like, I like uh, how Homer has a gut. Yeah, like he he has uh, some rounded bricks. It's not you know brickheads. They have that very uh, cubical, uh, a cu- cubular. Is that a word? Cubular. Totally cubular, man. Ironical. <laughs> but yeah, he has a, a couple kind of rounded slope pieces uh, stuck to his uh, front. So his, uh, yeah, so his his gut. Uh, juts out, which is pretty cute. Uh, the uh, the two little antenna on top of his head to represent uh, his his couple of stray hairs. That's kind of cute. Sure, but uh, yeah, I don't know the just the <sighs> the faces just don't don't work that well for me. No, they don't. I think it's just you know Matt Groening's characters. They're so uh, they they have such a, a stylized look to them. You know they they always have that the the kind of trademark overbite and everything. Yeah, I mean Where, to such a degree that the minifigs have those specialized heads. Right, exactly. And when you kind of strip that away and turn them into a cube, 
you know, with, without that sort of protruding lip, it just, uh, I don't know. doesn't work for me that well. Yeah. doesn't work for me either. Yeah. I probably, probably will pass on these. Yeah. Which is a shame. I would like Brickheads. I like the Simpsons, but yeah, put them together and I just don't care. Yeah. I have enough of the stupid Brickheads anyway. I don't, I don't need, I don't need B tier ones. Well, here's two more Brickheads that you probably won't be picking up. (laughs) What do we got? From Fantastic Beasts. Ah, yes. Your favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's two back of Newt Scamander and Gellert Grindelwald. Ah. This is, uh, as you pointed out earlier today at, uh, when we were talking about this, this is the second, uh, Johnny Depp brickhead. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Johnny Depp fans yeah. whose numbers are probably decreasing by the second. Yep. Yeah. They at least they, look like the characters, unlike the Simpsons ones. They do. Uh, yeah, they're actually pretty decent uh, representations. I can tell who who both of these characters are supposed to be. Yeah, and I'm always impressed with the brickhead hair. Yeah, yeah, especially on Newt. Yeah, because Newt has uh, he has kind of goofy hair. His you know kind of kind of floofy, cartoony looking hair that I think they did actually a really good job of translating into brick form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, and they both come with wands, and Newt's got a little uh, briefcase to carry around. Mm-hmm. Probably full of some fantastic beasts. I would imagine so. Yeah, uh, well. This is but, a two-pack uh, that makes sense, though. Yeah, that's true. Here on the villain. Yeah. It should uh, should should have come with Newt and um, uh, Luna Lovegood. Sure. Uh, this two pack will retail for twenty bucks and okay. be on store shelves on October first. There you go. You know what? If it came with Luna Lovegood, I'd probably buy it. Uh, Cause, yeah, because Luna is one of the best uh, characters in Harry Potter. Let's let's be honest. The Harry Potter series should have been about Luna and uh, 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 cripes. What's his name? The little dumpy kid. Little dumpy kid who uh, grew up to be like super hot in the movies. Oh, Neville Longbottom. Neville, Neville Longbottom. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Pigpen, but that's not the dumpy <laughs> kid you're talking about. No, 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 no. Neville, Neville, and Luna are the two best Harry Potter characters. A discuss. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your topic for your uh, all you listeners with book clubs. Uh, there you go. There's next week's topic. But uh, yeah. All right, yeah, Brickheads. There you go. What else we got? Uh, Lego Seasonal 2018 Christmas Carousel, Ooh. which appears to be the freebie for the Christmas season. Yeah. So this, yeah, this isn't like their big, because you hear Christmas car- Carousel and you might think, oh, this might be their big winter set. And it's like a like a big uh, winter uh, merry-go-round or something. But no, this is like the little promotional set. Yeah. Uh, they had, was it last year when they had the, uh, like the snow globe? Uh, I think, what's that? Or was that year? two years ago? That might have been two years ago. Nutcracker was last year. Oh yeah, the Nutcracker was last year. Maybe the, the snow globe was the year before. I think maybe the year before that might have been the gingerbread house. But yeah, Lego usually will do a kind of decently sized promotional freebie set. 
where if you buy like a hundred bucks or something, you, you get this little holiday set. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's usually some sort of cute little, uh, kind of Christmas decoration. And this year it's a little, yeah, it looks like a little, um, like a little, uh, you know, display tchotchke thing you would put on your shelf. You'd bring out for the holidays and set it on a table as a centerpiece or something. And it's, uh, yeah, just a tiny little carousel. Yeah, you turn a and, knob and a little train yeah. rotates around. Yeah. It's actually pretty cute. Mm-hmm. So. If I yeah. end up spending however much you need to spend, probably a hundred bucks, um, in, and I got this, that'd be cool. But I'm not going to go out of my way to get this one. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I mean, it does look, it does look really cute, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's going to be anything I want to, I don't know if I'm going to want to spend a hundred plus bucks on Lego, uh, this holiday season. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. How about spending over $35 on Star Wars Lego sets? Yeah, there might be. In, I don't know. I haven't. In the month of October from yeah. the 1st to the 14th. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I haven't bought a lot of uh, Star Wars Lego sets lately, so there might be. Why? Is there some sort of uh, thing going on? Yeah, there's a free Han Solo minifigure. Ah, uh, oh, man, Han Solo's the best. Everyone loves Han Solo. <laughs> I, I, who wouldn't want... Ah, uh, this is great. What is it? Uh, well, geez, let's see. They already did a couple of years ago. They did him in his his Bespin outfit, and of of course we got the the you know his you know the plenty of figures of him in his classic vest. Ooh, maybe like a like Endor Han or you know, we already and they already did old Han from from the the new movies. Yeah, Endor Han or or maybe some sort of like something crazy like uh oh here's uh uh you know uh Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, early prototype Han or something. What, 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 I mean, what do they got? From Solo, a Star Wars story. It's Han Solo oh. Mud Trooper edition. Mud Trooper. Mud Trooper. Oh, uh, was this, this was, must have been when, cause I saw, you saw that movie, right? The yeah. Solo? Yeah, the, with the young Han. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that movie wasn't, wasn't bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, cause he was, he was in like the Imperial, Navy, right? Mm-hmm. And he was on like a kind of like a mud. Was it was it a mud planet or just a planet that had kind of some mud on it? It was a muddy planet. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so yeah. So what is he just in his? He's just in his like his his imperial armor, right? Just looking very regal, uh, all dressed up in like nice uh, shiny uh, <laughs> fatigues, ready for. Uh, Ready to to be a part of the Imperial Navy, a proud officer. It's maybe uh, uh, yeah. What 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 kind, do we kind got? Of, kind of the opposite of that. He's he's, he's just covered in mud. He's covered in mud. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me open this image up here. It's you know it's weird. Uh, you know we we've, we've planned out the show, and you know we we you know made an outline and everything. Uh, this this news is this figure was announced like a week ago, uh, but, but clearly from the way I'm talking, I haven't seen what it looks like yet. <laughs> Let me just open up this. Oh my goodness! Look. Well. Well, gosh, Justin, it looks like. Well, it looks like he's covered in poo. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hansel in Dookie. It looks like. Looks like. Looks like Han Solo mud butt trooper. Yeah. It. I mean, it is. He's got. He's got brown smears dripping 
all over his face. He's got a kind of a horrified expression. He's got a horrified expression. <laughs> he does not look happy with his situation. And yet his armor, I mean, you can barely make out any armor. It just looks like globs of, I guess we can be nice and say milk chocolate. Sure. But nah, it looks like he's been crawling. You know what? This is, uh, this is the perfect figure. If you are putting together a, uh, 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 now, why the hell am I blanking on that name? Shawshank Redemption. If you're putting together a Shawshank Redemption uh, set, this is your... Uh, is Aunt Andy was the main character's name Andy in Shawshank, Dufresne. right? Yeah, this is Andy just escaping from, from the pokey. Mm-hmm. Just crawled through that sewage pipe, and he is free. He's covered in, in poo, but he uh, he's he's on his way to freedom. Just like Han Solo Mud Trooper. You can make a scene with uh, this Han Solo figure in Clayface. Oh, there you go. Oh, man. That would be perfect. Or, uh, you know what? If you're a Kevin Smith fan, this would be uh, perfect for your dogma set. True. There was a big poo monster in that movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you ever saw it. I, I did. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous looking, but I kind of want it because... It's Han Solo covered in poo. Well, so. spend over 35 bucks from October 1st to the 14th. Maybe I will, Justin. Maybe I will. You know what you could buy? I don't know. What could I buy? You could buy Lego Star Wars Betrayal at Cloud City. Oh, jeepers. Well, what is this? It's the new uh, Ultimate Collector Series uh set okay retailing for 349.99 oh gosh the set has 2812 pieces Ooh, looks like there's a star wars tax on this one yep uh that's a it's a little high for the piece count there uh and it will be available for lego vip members starting on september 13th and the general public can buy it on october 1st which makes it oh. perfectly timed oh. with the mud trooper yeah that's that's when the mud trooper goes on on uh promotion so this is akin to the giant death star set yes in that it is like a playset mm-hmm. a series of little scenes yeah but it's not it's not like the Hoth uh, Ultimate Collector Series set. Right. That one was really broken out into yeah. separate uh, yeah, builds. It was like, yeah. Like, here's a, here's a bunch of little Hoth vignettes. Like, oh, like, here's a little laser turret, and here's a little patch of snow, and here's a little shield generator or whatever. So this is like an actual, it's all connected. It's one big play set that is connected, but it's kind of broken up into... To quadrants. Mm-hmm. Now, how many quadrants are there in this set? <laughs> you were telling me about the Star Trek. <laughs> which is why I'm cracking it. Yes. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, I saw... I don't know where it is. Somewhere on the internet. Maybe Yahoo Answers or something ridiculous like that. Because anyone who's familiar with Star Trek, and you should be, because Star Trek is great, uh... Knows that Star Trek, uh, they, they divide space, explored space, and I guess the unexplored regions too, uh, into quadrants. 
And yes, yeah, someone uh, very seriously asked on the internet, hey, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek and they keep talking about the space quadrants. How many quadrants are there in the Star <laughs> Trek universe? And well, golly, I hope you know the answer. Even if you've never seen an episode, a movie or anything of Star Trek, I hope you know how many Star Trek quadrants there are. I mean, it's right there in the name. Five. There's five. <laughs> There's five. Oh, man. How many septup drents are there <laughs> in this? So it's divided into four sections. This, this set is divided into four sections. And even those are kind of broken up into little smaller areas. Right. Uh, so let's see. One, one of the quadrants is, uh, like the landing bay. Mm hmm. At the landing bay, like when, uh, when Han and company first arrive on Cloud City. Or when, uh, and, or when mm, Boba oh, Fett's taken Han Solo away. Oh, yeah, that's also, and that makes sense because this set does include two, uh, smaller scale vehicles. Uh, you have the, the, one of the Cloud City, uh, cloud cars, the little orange twin pod things. Although it looks a little more red here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, uh, there's a little uh, Slave 1 mm-hmm. as well for uh, both of it. Yeah, so you can load Han onto it on the landing bay. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Uh, so you got that. Uh, so you, you, know, you got your landing uh, landing bay area. And then you have kind of like a, a residential-ish area where it's, it's like the colors are very white. And they're very, you know, you kind of reminiscent of the hallways of Bespin. You know, that, that kind of clean... Uh, white look and, and in there, uh, what do we have? We have like, uh, like, uh, well, it looks like the, there's like the hall, like a hallway maybe. And then from the hallway, you can go into, uh, the little room where Han and, and Leia were hanging out when they were waiting for Lando to come get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a room, uh, where 3PO gets shot by the stormtroopers. And then, uh, you have the, the dining room, the little dining hall, where, of course, they have their infamous meeting with Darth Vader. One of the coolest scenes in the movie. That really is. Really is. Um, and then you have kind of the, uh, I, I don't know how you do kind of industrial area or something like that, but it's, it's divided into two, uh, areas. You have the, the carbonite freezing chamber. Mm hmm. Uh, with, uh, looks like a little stand to lower, uh, Han down in, into the pit. And then you have the, uh, the walkway where Luke has his, uh, big confrontation with Vader and finds out the terrible secrets that Obi-Wan killed his father. Mm. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that crucial scene? Obi-Wan killed your father. And then Obi-Wan's ghost appears and he's like, well, I mean, that, technically that's, that's kind of true, but there's really more to this. There's more to the story, Luke. Ask him to tell you more. I have the high ground. <laughs> so, but yeah, so you got that. And it, I mean, the, the little walkway is actually pretty cool. You got the, with the rails and everything. And then there's that kind of little antenna array hanging off the end. Uh, where Luke is, is holding on to as he's loud as impossible. Because Luke is a 
character from Homestar Runner. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the fourth quadrant is uh, it kind of, it's kind of like the the prison area because mm-hmm. you got uh, yeah, there's like the prison cell, and there's like a little repair bay area so Chewie can fix up three PO and stuff like that. So. I think there's a oh I think is there there's the the prison cell I guess the torture room right yes yeah the room where where they torture Han so if you've ever wanted to buy a, a buy a Lego set with a torture chamber yeah you gotta reenact that scene there you go kids kids love their favorite hero getting like hot pokers shoved in his face or whatever happens in that scene because they kind of cut away from it. But yeah, I mean, it's what, what do you think about this set? I think it it's neat. Uh, it looks cool. Each section looks cool on their own. Yeah. As a display piece, which is mainly what I have Lego for, right? It's not great. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was a kid with rich parents <laughs> yes. who would who would spend because I'll tell you what, growing up. My parents would not have spent 350 bucks on a Lego set, even if it was for like Christmas or something. Uh, but if I had rich parents who would buy me a $350 Lego set as a kid, this would be one of the coolest damn things ever. Yeah. Because it's got, because it looked, I mean, it's huge. It, it's, you know, gonna take forever to put together because it's got a lot of pieces and you end up with just, I mean, it, I mean it's a playset. Yeah. It is very much a playset, and it's got like all the the story beats from Bespin in there. So it's like you know, I would have a ton. I like I would be set for hours, lying on the floor, moving my little minifigures around this uh, this set, recreating Empire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like you said, as an adult who's just mostly buying Lego sets to to put on display. It's, you know, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. No. So, I don't know. I wish I was like 10 so I could be super excited about this thing. <laughs> a rich 10-year-old. Yeah, seriously. Yeesh. Uh, the set has 18 minifigures. Wow. Uh, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Princess Leia. Luke right. Skywalker in Best Ben outfit. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. That's uh, a good be- be- Arguably the best. Yeah. Uh, Luke outfit? Uh, Chewbacca? Yeah. C3PO? Lando, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Lobot, the real reason to have this set. Nice. Uh, two Cloud City guards, two Cloud uh-huh. City, uh, two Cloud car pilots. Okay. Uh, Leia and Han in their Hoth outfits. Oh, okay. So just, I guess, I guess so you can have them just arrive on. Um, you can reenact the uh, arrival scene. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Boba Fett. Uh, Tomb Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Only one Ugnaught, though. That's weird. That's really weird. Huh. I do, um, I do love the Lando minifigure. Uh, he has a, a two-sided head. Uh, one of them, he, he has a just kind of a smirk, and the other side, he just has a full-on Billy D. Williams grin, and it is great. <laughs> so, 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, of course you get R2D2 mm-hmm. and IG88 for some reason. Not on Bestman at all. Yeah. He was not on Bestman. I, I don't know. He was not in Cloud City. Now, uh, and, uh, uh, you get a Wilro Hood minifigure as well, right? Uh, I'm not seeing that on this, uh, press release here. But I mean, this is a Cloud City playset. You need, uh, Wilro Hood, the, the true hero of, of the, 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 the siege on, on Bespin there, right? Um, I mean, yeah, he was like, I'm really looking here. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, control he, F. Yeah. Will, uh, W I L L R O W is what you're going to win. So no, just make sure you get the name spelled uh, right. No, hood. Nothing. Hood, uh, like, just like, it's like a hood on a jacket. Nothing's coming up. Well, what? Throw this garbage set away. It's not worth it. Wilro Hood, for those of you who do not have a stupid and pointless encyclopedic knowledge of Z-tier characters to appear in Star Wars films, he's a dude when, when, uh, when Lando gets on the, the speaker system and announces that the Empire has taken over Cloud City. And everyone's panicking and running and, you know, rushing to escape and stuff. Uh, there's one dude running around a corner and he's carrying an ice cream maker. Just flat out. Some, someone in the prop department said, we need this guy to be carrying some sort of piece of future technology. What do we have we can give him? And he said, well, I have an ice cream. I have a, I have a 1979 ice cream maker sitting here that looks like it's from the future or the distant past i guess it's star wars but uh yeah there's just a dude running around with an ice cream maker and uh everyone loves wilro hood who was given that name probably long after that movie hit the (laughs) so you just gonna have to make your own custom one yep i mean hasbro gave him a, a figure it's true. You can you can go buy a, a you know three and three quarters inch Wilro Hood action figure. By the way, it comes with an ice cream maker. <laughs> so I don't see why we can't get a minifigure of him. But <laughs> how great is that? And he's a little chunky too. He's got kind of a gut on him. <laughs> he's just like, he's like an everyman. You know? But he hears the Empire has shown up, and he's just like, ah, crap, I gotta get, get my ice cream maker. That's what I gotta save. I left my wife and kid in our apartment, but this ice cream maker's coming with me. Oh, uh, well. Not that I'm buying this thing anyway. Right. Although I would have brick-linked a Wilro Hood figure. Yeah, me too. One. But, yeah. There you go. What else we got? Uh, last piece of Lego news. Bricktober. Oh. 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 Justin. You got me all excited for a second. And then you made me sad. Yeah. Bricktober, that's Toys R Us's promotion that they have every October. Oh, earlier today I passed by where the Toys R Us was here in town oh our old toys r us yeah which has become a spirit halloween store as you predicted if i remember correctly <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah, uh 
Yeah, you and I were were walking home from work uh, a few days ago, and I pointed out that the store that usually gets taken over, well, at least got taken over last year by the Spirit uh, Halloween store, uh, got purchased and is now like a furniture store or something. So I was like, oh, where are they going to put the Spirit Halloween store this year? And then you said, oh, probably in the Toys R Us. And then, again, that made me sad because I keep forgetting that we live in a world, well, not a world, but a country without a Toys R Us. But we are three hours away from a country that has Toys R Us. I know, and I really need to renew my passport. And yes, I am renewing my passport just so I can go to Canada (laughs) to go to Toys R Us. Yeesh. And you know what's terrible is I'm going to do that. I'm going to go through all that hassle. You and I, one weekend, are going to drive up to Vancouver solely to go to Toys R Us. And we're going to go in there, and we're going to look around, and I'm going to say... You see anything you want to pick up? And you're going to say, eh, nah, uh, not really. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you will ask me, and I will say the same thing. And, and then, then we will li- <laughs> We'll get some Tim Hortons on the way back. There we go. I, bl- I believe there is a Tim Hortons, like, right down the street from the Toys R Us, by the way. There you go. It's perfect. I, I was on a Player One podcast. You know, uh, Greg Seward is from Canada. So I was telling him about my plans to uh, take a trip up to... Canadian Toys R Us's, and that got me thinking, and I I looked it up on uh, the Google Maps, and and sure enough, yeah, there's like a Tim Hortons like right down the street, so <laughs> we're set, we're set. It's perfect. Yep. There we go. But yeah, so what's what's happening with Bricktober if Toys R Us is not a thing anymore? Uh, Bricktober, they're still going to have uh, sets of four minifigures. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a Harry Potter set. Okay. A Jurassic World set. Okay. Uh, Marvel superheroes and Ninjago. Okay. Uh, we know the fate of one of these. Oh, sets. oh, really? Yeah. What's that? The Harry Potter sets will be available mm-hmm. at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's. There we go. That's not, I, uh, the, that's not the set I want, though. Yeah, because um, well, I'm even trying to see who, who comes in this set. So you got uh, Madam Hooch, I can identify there. She's the 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 flying instructor. Uh, we got, uh, who's that dude? Is that supposed to be like Ollivander, maybe? Maybe? I don't know. Some dude. Some, some Harry Potter dude. We got... Uh, 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 oh, cry me. What's her name? The, the awful woman. The, the woman who wears all the pink. Dolores Umbridge. Umbridge. Yeah. Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. So you got a, you got a Dolores Umbridge figure. Uh huh. And, and then, uh, Professor Snape, uh, as a Bogart. Although I guess technically it would be a Bogart, uh, as Professor Snape. Yes. Yes. Uh, that was, uh, Neville's Bogart, if I remember correctly. Yeah, your favorite character, Neville. Yeah, yeah he he was uh, he's a, a Bogart, if I'm remembering my Harry Potter lore correctly, is a uh, spirit or creature or something that you can generate, uh, and it like reflects your worst fear or something along those lines. And uh, they were doing it in in one of the classes, so they could learn how to combat evil 
spells or I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah, Neville, uh, is afraid of Professor Snape. So that's what appeared before him. And then, uh, Lupin, I believe it was Lupin giving this lesson. Lupin the third. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, that famous, uh, anime character instructed Neville to imagine Professor Snape wearing your grandmother's clothing. And so suddenly Alan Rickman had on grandma clothes and everyone had a good laugh. From far away, looks like the penguin. Yeah, it actually kind of does. You got the big, like, kind of poofy collar and what is, I'm assuming, a witch's hat, but you only see enough of it in the package for it to look like a, kind of like a top hat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, the Jurassic World set is the one I want. I want a figure from the Jurassic Park set. Well, it... To be fair, I only want one figure from the Marvel superhero set as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so you, I mean, it's Jurassic World. So you got Owen, just Chris Pratt's character. Aunt Beru. <laughs> what? Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Oh, jeez. Yeah. His, I, I don't know why that, cause, cause my, my mind just went straight to the, to, uh, the, the woman character. I was like, wait, how is she? Hamperu, and then like for some reason it didn't click. They, oh yeah, the other guy's name's Owen. Um, oh man, have there been uh, two charred skeletons uh, in Lego set yet <laughs> for them? Oh, that's terrible. No, so you got Uncle Owen, uh, who is Chris Pratt in Star Wars, and then um, I, jeez, I forget her character's name. It's a Dallas Bryce Howard, right? Yes, that's that's. Right. That's the act. Yeah, yeah. Bryce uh, Dallas. Or Bright is it Bryce, Bryce Dallas? Dallas Howard? It's Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Yeah, the the, the redhead, mm-hmm. redhead lady, the 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 female lead in uh, the Jurassic World films. Yeah, she's the other one. Uh, one of them. Yeah, they kind of cheaped out a little bit because you don't really get a minifigure here. You get one of the baby Velociraptor pieces and a chicken leg. I'm gonna assume that's blue. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's got the blue stripe down the side and. Yeah, it's Owen and Claire. Claire's the yes. Claire's the woman's name. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I get yeah. So you get a baby blue. So that's I mean that's cute, but you know, Uncle Owen, baby Uncle Owen. blue. <laughs> keep keep workshopping that. We'll get it. We'll get we get. There's a bit there. There's a bit there. But we're gonna we're gonna find it. Just keep. Um, we'll just keep working on it right now. <laughs> Forget the rest of the stuff we're gonna talk about. Uh, oh, you know what you do? Uh, you, you, uh, we, we'll have like a 45 minute conversation of us trying to turn that into a, a viable routine. And then you cut it out of the episode and you start a Patreon and you're like, Hey, give us 10 bucks a month or more. And you can listen to, uh, to, to that. <laughs> and then just sit back and, and rake in the profits. You can listen to us try to workshop terrible jokes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the last, uh, figure in this set yes. is what we both want. Oh, yes, it is. It's Dr. Ian Malcolm. I, uh, uh, I, I, uh, oh, oh my, uh, I appear, uh, uh, to have, uh, uh, grown clawed hands, uh, for, uh, holding onto things. Uh, yes. Uh, maybe my, uh, head will, oh, look at that. Oh, it spins, huh. spins right around. Look at that. Well, that is, that is a new and, uh, 
uh, frankly, uh, very uh, inter- interesting uh, thing. Hmm. Jeff Goldblum, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you. Give us $10 a month on Patreon. and I, I thought you that was get... Jeff Goldblum the whole time. I was like, you... wow, somehow <laughs> Phil got Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, no, you will get a 90 minutes of me doing a hokey uh, Jeff Goldblum impression, <laughs> folks. Nah, yeah, who wouldn't want a uh, Ian Malcolm figure? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got to have another Jeff Goldblum. You got the one from Thor Ragnarok. That's true. Got, you can have another. True. This is our second Goldblum figure, huh? Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um, Ninjago said, "I don't, I don't watch the Ninjago TV show, so I don't, I don't know, know any, of these, any characters. of these characters." Although I have to say, I like the uh, kind of uh, Kabuki lady. Yeah, she's cool. I kind, I kind of like that figure. She, yeah, she's got like, like very intricately detailed uh, outfit and a, and she's a very intricately detailed fan. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is pretty cool looking. Then yeah, she's got like kind of kabuki face paint on and everything, so she's pretty cool. Uh, what do we got in the Marvel? Uh, the the explicitly branded Avengers Infinity War set. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean this this spoilers. very much ties in. Yeah, spoilers abound. Spoil. <laughs> there's, there's no spoilers. <laughs> there's, there's there's a there's a there's a pile of uh, red and blue studs, and it just says <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> he didn't feel so good. <laughs> oh, who, who's in this set? Uh, you got uh, Tony Stark. Okay, like, 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 just Tony Stark, yeah, not Iron, not Man. Iron Man, just Tony Stark. Yeah, he's wearing like a he's wearing a suit. Uh, you got the Winter Soldier. Okay, Bucky. Yep, pretty uh, great. You get the Iron. Huh? Real quick, what's what's uh, the Winter Soldier's kind of other like his kind of good guy name? Doesn't he have like a? Uh, like, yeah, I can't remember what it is. Like gray wolf or something, or uh, silver wolf, white maybe. Wolf or white? Yeah, it might be white wolf. Actually, yeah, like yeah. Okay, but yeah, okay. So we got him. Uh, War machine. War machine. And the only figure I want out of this set. Ditto. Wong. Yes. Finally, a Wong minifig. Wong, who should have been included in the uh, in the Sanctum Sanctorum set. Hmm. That came out when the movie came out. He really, I don't know why he wasn't in that set. But, uh, boy, am I glad he's in this because I want to get a Wong figure. Yep. Yep. So when I set up uh, all my Avengers minifigures in a big display with them fighting Thanos, I can I can take my Wong figure over to the other side of the room <laughs> and set it on display there. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to hang out at the house just in case. You can hang out with Jeff Goldblum, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. With all that uh, purple fellow seems to be uh, causing quite a bit of, uh, uh, of, a, of a ruckus uh, downtown. I uh, hmm, can't, uh, can't say I blame you for uh, uh, wanting to uh, maybe uh, stay here uh, in the relative uh, safety of your uh, sanctorum uh, for, for a while. Uh, yeah, so Lego initially, initially it seemed like, uh, Barnes Noble was going to get all of the Bricktober sets, but then Lego Mm -hmm. clarified that only the Harry Potter set will be at Barnes Noble. Yeah, so I, maybe they're just going to split these between retailers? Yeah. Who knows? I guess so. I would assume that, like, Target will get one and Walmart will get one. Yeah. Don't, don't ever plan on finding the one from Walmart because Walmart is 
terrible with their exclusive toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they've been having like a lot of trouble with those uh, G1 Transformer reissues. Yep. Like orders getting canceled online and stores just not carrying them and stuff. So, eh, there you go. It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the Lego stuff. Cool. Uh, let's talk about Transformers. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, stock images of Bumblebee Greatest Hit cassette pack and Sandwave and Doombox Target exclusive. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just reading the headline here. Yeah. So this, these are toys, uh, that functionally are tied into the new Bumblebee movie. They are, they are technically branded, I believe, as, as kind of, I mean, they're at least tying in with the Bumblebee character. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you know what? Cause I'm looking at one of the packages and boom, right there is the movie logo. Well, no, on both packages has yeah. the movie logo. So they're all about yeah. that Bumblebee movie. These, these are all about the Bumblebee movie, but they are kind of re-releases, repaints, retools of toys that came out in like the, uh, like, uh, uh, Titans Return and Combiner Wars lines. Um, cause one of them, and well, but they're all, uh, because the Bumblebee movie takes place in the eighties, they're all kind of eighties themed. So one of them is a, uh, re-release of the Soundwave, uh, the leader class Soundwave figure that came out a couple years ago. Um, but he is retooled to look a little more like his G1 toy, which is kind of a weird battle because these, uh, you know, the, the, the G1 Soundwave, uh, everyone, everyone's like, oh yeah, Soundwave, he turned into the boombox. Or, you know, he was a big tape deck or whatever. Uh, but in reality, he was, he was like a micro cassette recorder. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not like a big kind of, you know, with the giant speakers and everything. Right. Uh, he was just a little square micro cassette recorder. Um, and, uh, and, and this leader class toy, Soundwave turns into what everyone seems to remember him turning into. He's like a legit boombox here. Uh, but they kind of retooled it and repainted it to try and make it sort of match the, micro cassette recorder aesthetics and i don't know how successful it is Mm, it doesn't really work for me yeah i don't know it's i i think i can forgive it a little more than you do but i mean i already bought uh, i bought the uh, the previous leader class toy so i i do not see any reason for me to uh buy buy it again I, I don't think the deco is strong enough to make me go like, oh, I really need that one too. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so it's just, uh, it's just sound wave turns into the, the boom box. He also has a third, uh, base mode quote unquote that is pretty stupid. Uh, but in this one, because this was part of the, uh, Titans return line, uh, sound wave is a headmaster now. So his head pops off and turns into a little dude named Doom Box. Sure. But, you know, whatever. Uh, the second pack, uh, I'm, I'm more interested in. Um, it's actually a four pack of smaller toys. One of them, uh, it's like a, looks like one of those one step changer transformer toys. Uh, it is of a, uh, movie Bumblebee. Uh, although, 
the Camaro Bumblebee mm-hmm. as opposed to the Volkswagen, which is what he is in the new movie. Right. Uh, but you get like a little one-step changer Bumblebee toy, which is, you know, whatever. Um, but the, uh, the real star of the show is the uh, trio of, uh, cassettes to go into your, uh, new Soundwave figure. Uh, these are all repaints of, uh, uh, cassette bots from the, uh, again, from like Combiner Wars and, uh, Titans Returns. Um, but these were characters that were not made in that old batch. And two of them really should have been. Uh, you're getting friend. Well, hmm, okay. Let's see here. They're calling them frenzy. They're, they're calling them frenzy. Okay. So they're, they're sticking to the, the toy roots there. Uh, you're getting the blue, the blue humanoid tape, dude. Mm-hmm. He was, he was rumble in the G1 animated series and he's frenzy pretty much everywhere else. So, uh, and I believe that when they released the red one, uh, back a couple of years ago, he was called rumble. So it makes sense that the blue one's frenzy here. So, so you're getting frenzy. You're getting buzzsaw, uh, which is of course a repaint of the laser beak mold. Uh, and this one has, uh, kind of like a toy accurate um uh uh paint scheme and everything so he's gonna look a little more uh familiar to g1 fans uh and then you get a blue repaint of ravage this is the one i'm really interested in yeah because this is is this the first time we've gotten this character in the u.s uh yes i believe so or was there like because there was that you know they've done like reissues of the old G1 sound wave. Uh, and like, did they have that tape in one of those? Maybe no, I, I don't think so. I think this okay. is the first time. We're okay. Getting this character. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a, a blue version of Ravage named Howl back, mm-hmm. uh, which is an homage to, uh, an e hobby exclusive toy that came out forever ago. Yeah. The cobalt centuries. Uh, it was a two pack of Howl back. Who's the uh-huh. uh, Ravage repaint and Garboyle. Which is the nope. laser beak repaint? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that one's blue too, right? Yes. I would. I guess that makes sense. The cobalt. Uh, what are they called? The cobalt. Cobalt centuries. Cobalt centuries. Okay, there you go. I guess. What color are the cobalt centuries? In which is... quadrant? Exactly. <laughs> That's. There's your transformers equivalent of the how many quadrants Aaron Trek. But um, yeah. So these are target exclusives. And I will totally pick up the cassette uh, pack just to get those three characters. Uh, and Soundwave is whatever. Yeah, as cool as Hellback is, it's not enough to. It's not cool enough for me to buy this because right. I don't care about the other three toys. Yeah. Well, you don't have, or do you have? Uh, do you have that leader class Soundwave? I do not. Okay. So yeah. See. So, so you don't. Why would you want it? Because I, I, like I said, I bought that. Uh, the previous version of this toy, and I have a bunch of the little cassette characters for him. So, so it's kind yeah, I, I I'm kind of obligated to buy this one, I suppose. But yeah, but yeah, just like weird e hobby homages. Yeah, no, it's pretty great. Um, also from the Bumblebee movie, no, uh, from the movie series, I guess I yeah. could say the studio series. Uh, World War II Bumblebee from Transformers The Last Night. Yes. That fantastic film. 
Oh, oof. wow, what a whew. That was that was a movie. That was uh, real rough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're doing a they're doing a World War Two Bumblebee figure. Yeah, deluxe class World War Two Bumblebee, where he's kind of a tank truck thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of a yeah, kind of an armored truck with a small tank turret coming out of it. Sure. Which you know, pro- it's probably based on some sort of real military vehicle, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I I know nothing about uh, military vehicles, but uh, yeah, it's. Kind of, I mean, I'm not gonna buy it because I'm. I don't buy the movie toys. Yeah, I've been burned so many. Well, not burned, but I've gotten a bunch of movie toys because I was like, oh, yeah. these are kind of neat, and then I transform them a couple times and go, oh, I don't know why I bought this. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing. And you know what? I'm all like, oh, don't bother movie toys. But I'll tell you what, in a couple minutes when we're talking about the toys we've gotten lately, <laughs> I got a movie toy. So, <laughs> but I don't normally buy the movie toys. So I probably won't get this. But it is interesting that they made this specific figure because it's such a weird kind of stupid concept. And it was in the movie for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So. And he really, Bumblebee really looks like Bulkhead. It's just, I can't get over it. He really, he really kind of does. So, uh, see, nope, nope. Cause I'm, I'm still hoping that at some point Hasbro does kind of a classics G1 version of Bulkhead. Yeah. So that this guy can't be him. He's, he no. looks too movie. Looks yeah, too movie. Very movie. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Legends. There are mm-hmm. some reveals at Fan Expo Canada. Oh. Uh, let's see. There was, uh, Mystique. Oh, nice. Guardian from Alpha okay. Flight, the Canadian hero team. Oh, really? Oh, okay. There you go. And, uh, this is all part of the Wendigo Build-A-Figure series. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the one that I am most interested in. Is mm-hmm. uh, Weapon X. Uh, oh, now hold on a second. Now fill me. You know, I'm not. I'm not like a super expert on uh, X Men. Is Mystique Canadian? No. Ah, uh, boo. Because I was like, oh, you got Guardian. He's Canadian, right? Yeah. And you got Weapon X. Wendigo. Uh, yeah. But no. Uh, Weapon X though looks great. Yeah, really does. It's uh, Wolverine in his undies. You know, it's, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's the outfit, but, uh, you know, you, you, we're all very familiar with this is, yeah, this is just Wolverine wearing little undies and he's got that kind of old timey VR Robocop helmet on his head. Mm-hmm. He's got like tubes sticking out all over him. We've all seen that in the comics and it's, yeah, it's Wolverine. He's looking cool. But uh, boy, seeing it in action figure form like this, man, he looks like a He-Man figure. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> you know, you got the you got the bare muscular legs. You got what looks like a little fur loincloth, and then you just got this you know ripped muscular body, and it's just so like goofy comic book proportions. He looks like a He-Man toy. But we and 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 the the kind of RoboCop looking helmet. D- doesn't uh, distract from that because that looks like some ridiculous thing a He-Man character would have. Yeah, you know he'd he'd be like, you know, I don't know why I can't think of a stupid He-Man name, Lasero or something, <laughs> and he'd shoot lasers. 
I don't know. But no, this looks this looks pretty cool. Uh, you just got, or you're gonna get, or did you put on your list your uh, your first Marvel Legend? I will be talking about my first Marvel Legend figure later on. All right. Yeah, we'll save it for later then. Okay. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Hasbro toys, Star Wars: The Black Series. Uh, yes, there was a character reveal at Fan Expo Canada. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Dryden Voss. Now that's not the guy with the ice cream maker. No, it's not. That's uh, oh, is he like one of the like like pod race driver guys, or was he like a some alien senator? Dryden oh, Voss, a, a, a denizen of Jabba's palace. Of course, he was the Gorian guard uh, that fell into the Rancor pit with Luke, if I remember correctly. John Voss was the bad guy from Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, gotcha. It was, it's a vision. Yes, vision. That's the vision from, from the Marvel Avengers. Paul Bettany. So that's yeah, the you, guy's name. You can have, uh, two Paul Bettany figures if you get the oh, vision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can have them like hang out together. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun little scene having, uh, having, uh, vision and Dryden Voss, like, Having a little cup of coffee or something in a in a diorama. Yeah. Get on it, toy photographers. <laughs> uh the neat thing about this toy though yeah. is that so Dryden Voss, he's got scars yes. on his face. Uh the neat thing about this toy is that the scars will change depending on the temperature of the room. That's weird. It's pretty cool. I mean, what an eighties uh concept. What an 80s gimmick for a toy, the whole color changing thing. Yeah. You know, uh, you got a, uh, uh, G.I. Joe did Zartan. Zartan. I, Cause I was like, I know it's not Destro. Why does my mind keep going to Destro? Don't say Destro. He's the silver face dude. But, uh, yeah, Zartan, of course. So yeah, you take him outside and I guess like the scars appear and disappear or, Change pattern or something. I don't know. We were talking about this earlier, but I don't remember his scars changing in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that, I mean, I mean, it certainly could not have been a, uh, a major plot point, but was there like a throwaway line about like, you know, oh, you know, something. Oh no. You know what? I just, I just, uh, I just typed Dryden Voss into Google. And there's images of him with, like, tons of scars all over his face. Hmm. So there must have been something in this movie that I am forgetting where, like... I mean, he's, to be he's fair, getting, it's kind of a forgettable movie. It kind of is. Uh, but, you know, it was maybe a scene where, like, he's getting attacked and, like, his face starts getting messed up because of the, the attack. It's got to be or, something. Or maybe he gets angry and turns super saiyan and the scars all that that could be it too i didn't even think about that i know i know how they've been trying to work saiyans into uh, the star wars universe (laughs) so this is a perfect opportunity but uh yes oh wait here we go wikipedia wikipedia to the rescue again yep being near human you didn't know that, did you? Did not know that. He is not human. He is. And this is, again, Wikipedia. His species name is near human. 
Oh, okay. Which, how racist is that? Imagine being, I mean, near human. I bet, I bet they didn't come up with that species name. I bet that was the humans who came up with that species name. Well, you know, the empires. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're not good guys. Um, but yeah, here, being near human, Dryden had a number of alien attributes, such as a, I don't remember, such as a claw that extended from his thumb. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And many intricate, uh, uh, strations. Is that the word? Strations? That ran along his face that were connected to the activity in his circulatory system and adrenaline levels. So I bet there's a scene where he gets angry at Han and his face starts getting all veiny. And that's what this, uh. Oh, I, now that you say that, I vaguely remember that happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so that's what this toy is, is replicating. Okay. There we go. There's the answer. I, a long-winded, we got there, folks. <laughs> Took a while of us trying to remember this okay but kind of forgettable movie that we saw like three months ago <laughs> or yeah. whenever that thing came out. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Dryden Voss. Um, speaking of movie toys. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the oh. 1990 live action film. Oh, classic. Uh, so NECA released those, uh, seven inch, uh, seven inch scale turtles. At, yes. Uh, this year's San Diego Comic Con. And, uh, you know, I, w- I was not able to get my hands on a set. Right. But I will be able to, uh, at GameStop. Nice. Where they are selling the figure, the turtles individually for $22.99 a piece. Uh, that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they will release on February 1st, 2019. Oh, so, nice. So, yeah, I'll be able to get these toys. Cool. Actually, you know what? Uh, I just popped over to GameStop's website to look, and you can actually order them online right now. Nice. So, you know, make sure so you don't have to go running around to stores looking for them. Uh, but they, they also sell a bundle with all four of them. Okay. So, uh, that for, uh, 92 bucks. Okay. So. Yeah, so it's a, you know, if you're, yeah, like you said, if you missed out on the San Diego Comic-Con versions, uh, I mean, the, it looks like the only difference between those and the Comic-Con ones were, uh, well, the packaging, obviously. Yeah, the, uh, the Comic-Con packaging is really nice. Yeah. And, uh, some access, like it doesn't come with all the accessories. Eh, that's okay. Like the, yeah, you know, like the, the turtles obviously have their weapons. So you don't have to worry about that. But like, you know, the, the Comic-Con one came with like some little slices of pizza that do not appear to be in these sets and stuff like that. But yeah, I would but, just want the turtles anyway. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact that you're going to be, cause these figures look great, by the way. They look really, really fantastic. Very true to the, the Henson suits from those movies. So. Yeah, these are definitely figures to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. So you're you're gonna get all these? Yeah, probably. Excellent. Uh, and then last up, it's a big one that neither of us will get, but we were both <laughs> from Hot Toys. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
So it's it's expensive. Six scale. John Wick. Nice. From the film John Wick. Specifically, chapter two. That's true. This is a chapter two figure. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, a really nice looking John Wick figure. Yeah. And it looks pretty great. Looks like Keanu. Yeah, pretty solid. I mean, not like dead on. Yeah, but... There's a, I, I can't tell you what's off about it, but there's something a little off about it. Yeah, when you look like straight on with the face, it doesn't look... <laughs> quite right. yeah yeah you start losing it but i mean but uh, at, it, but at angles you're like oh yeah that's keanu yeah that's true yeah you kind of dip his head down a little bit and uh yeah look yeah looks like john wick so but uh now this looks great it comes with a uh, bunch of accessories a lot of guns would you believe that it includes a lot of guns? Yeah, it's weird, right <laughs> it's, yeah it's almost like john wick goes through a thousand guns in a night because he just fires them off and then, like, chucks it aside and whips out another one and empties that one. But, yeah, so you get um, you multiple, like, half a dozen different guns or something. Uh, the, the, little, the little pistol has a case. Like, it has the little flip-open case with the pistol and then two uh, extra clips hanging in there. Um. And yeah, you get a stack of the the coins, or whatever. I, 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 not really coins. What? Well, they're kind of coins. Yeah, the 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 debt markers, right? Yeah. That's what that was. That 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 was what the prop was, right? The little well, the, the, little the big the big one is the debt marker. Okay, and yeah. Then they did have the coins. That was their currency for their secret world. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So you got okay. Yeah, because you got the pile of currency and then you got the debt marker. So I was, I was kind of, yeah, I was meshing two different images into one. Yeah, so you got the, the pile, pile of coins, you got the debt marker, which actually can flip open and there's a little blood spot inside, mm-hmm. which is great. You got a whole bunch of different hands for holding things. And then you got a, a knife and perhaps the most important, uh, uh, accessory in this set, a pencil. Is going to show you a magic trick. Yep. And his magic trick is what he refers to as his beautiful poetry that he writes. That's right. He busts out a notepad and writes a very tender sonnet. And then you are charmed so much that you give up your evil ways. And that is how John Wick gets the job done. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why the face looks off. Yeah, Right? And like you, when I was looking at this toy, like uh, you know, again, I was talking about how you know we were putting together outlines and stuff, and you and I were going through looking at this toy today. We we're like, oh yeah, we got to talk about that, get that on the outline. And I looked at the toy then, and I was just like, oh, that looks great. That looks just like Keanu. But now that I'm like sitting here, like actually, and it's staring right back at me, there's something off. Yeah, I mean, it's so close. It's so close. And like you said, when you kind of dip his head down and have him kind of looking down the sights of his gun or something, the, the the slight wonkiness sort of gets hidden a little bit. But, yeah. Is, is his face too too wide? Yeah, that might be it. You know, like, I mean, Keanu has, you know, he's kind of a narrow face, right? Yeah. But, I don't know. Something about yeah. it now. Now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now that we, yeah, it looks like garbage now. Forget it. No, I mean, it still looks cool, but. Yeah. No. It's just something yeah, is slightly off. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, but there you go. I mean, neither yeah. of us is going to get that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Hot toys, I don't have the. Hot toy stuff is expensive. Yeah, for sure. Whew. All right. That's, yeah. uh, that's a lot of toys. That is. Uh, we're not done Jeez. yet, though, because we're going to oh, talk about goodness. stuff we got recently. Yes. Uh, so it's been over a month since we recorded. Oh. Yeah, this is the problem with us like being so busy at work lately. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to cover some of the stuff I got in, okay. between this our last recording and now. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna censor, because my list is pretty huge. I'm going to censor some of mine um, as well. So the stuff I got recently, I uh, got some San Diego Comic-Con exclusives from HasbroToyShop.com. Oh, nice. Got the uh, Transformers Transformers Studio Series 19 Bumblebee Volume 1 Retro Rock Garage. Oh, It's a lot nice. of words. A lot of words strung together. <laughs> it's the gold uh, movie-style Bumblebee, the Camaro version, like right. the old, old Camaro. Yeah. Uh, but the real reason to have this, the real reason I wanted this was for the formerly Japanese-only uh, cassettes, G1 cassettes. Nice. Uh, Dairu and Uruaz. And they did not localize those names for this release, did they? No, they did not. That's, that's, I mean, I guess they're catering to, I get, they, they probably figure only the, the hardcore nerds are going to want these. Yeah. And so why not just leave their Japanese names? Yeah. Even if they are kind of a jumble of letters. <laughs> so you've got, uh, two of those, uh, micro cassettes, the Soundwave style cassettes. Uh, then one becomes like a brontosaurus, one's like a velociraptor. And, yeah. uh, they can combine together into a robot. Yeah. It's neat. Which is kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. A cassette combiner. Uh, what else did I get? Oh, I got the, uh, Star Wars Vintage Collection, Dr. Afra, Triple Zero, and BT1 set. Nice. This is Dr. Afra. Yes. It's a good comic book. I, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like the evil, the shattered glass C3PO <laughs> and R2D2. It's really what they are, too, isn't it? Speaking of shattered glass. Oh, yeah. I, I'm all in on shattered glass now that it's no longer with Fun Poem, I guess. Uh, <laughs> from, uh, Transformers Masterpiece, uh, shattered glass Optimus Prime. I got that from Big Bad Toy Store, where it was on sale for 50% off. Oh, nice. It had been in my pile of loot for many, 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 many months. <laughs> and then at some point, Big Bad was like, oh, hey, hold on a second. You got to ship this. <laughs> oh, man. So that's funny. So I shipped that and I uh, got it. And it's awesome. It's the version two uh, masterpiece toy, which is the oh, one okay. with the trailer. Um, it's smaller than the original uh, Optimus Prime masterpiece toy. Yeah. Uh, it's the one that's like, if you get an Optimus Prime Masterpiece toy, that's the one you'll get these days. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a version three coming that's more animation accurate, but, you know, we haven't really seen much of that yet. Right. But yeah, this is the Shutter Glass version. This is purple. I like the color scheme. As oh, much yeah. as much as we crap on Shattered Glass, the Shutter Glass <laughs> Optimus Prime is pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's a cool color scheme. You can't, uh, can't deny that. And I figured, hey, I'm getting a shot of glass toy when I get another 
<laughs> official non-fun pub shattered glass toy. I got Transformers, Power of the Primes, Leader Class, Rodimus Unicronus, which is a nice. shattered glass uh, Rodimus Prime. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, he's got a he's got an evil mustache and everything. Yep, it's got that black, silver, and purple color scheme, which is really yeah. cool. Uh, I do wish the toy had the evil Autobot symbol. Oh, right. The Shattered Glass Autobot symbol. Uh, instead, it has a standard Decepticon symbol, which makes sense, you know, given it's a mass market toy. Yeah, exactly. They can't really. It would be very be a... confusing for people to pick it up and be like, wait a second, he's a bad guy, but yeah. he's got the Autobot logo. <laughs> so I well, might, just... I might uh, repro label it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head over to uh to the the repro label folks and order some uh some logo stickers. Yeah, so I got uh two official shattered glass toys. Nice. I I don't know why that's I it just did. Hey, you know. Who can say the crazy things we do these days? It happens. Uh yeah, yeah that's I mean I got some other stuff, but that's pretty much the big stuff. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Cause you know, my problem is in the months since we recorded, I had a pile of loot show up from big bad toy store. So there was a bunch of stuff in there, but let me, let me see what I can figure out. So, uh, real quick, um, uh, we were talking a lot about brickheads earlier in the show. Uh, just the other day, you and I went over to the Lego store, uh, during lunch and I picked up the Lego, uh, brickhead Halloween, witch, which is of course their little, uh, seasonal set. Mm-hmm. So you get a nice, yeah, cute little holiday uh decoration there. So I was like, yeah, I'll spend ten bucks to get the little Halloween witch. Even though her brick built hat is kind of terrible looking. And she doesn't look nearly as good as the previous uh holiday brickheads, which were the uh what the Valentine Bumblebee and of course the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. But you know. I do wish it came with the little jack-o'-lantern pieces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it, it has the these uh, seasonal brickheads always have a uh, you know it's not just the brickhead figure like you get with the regular brickhead sets you get a little uh, yeah like a little vignette tableau so you can you know just to give it a little more festive holiday uh, scheme and the set has yeah I think there's like a spooky tree or something but there is a uh, little pumpkin and it's just like a it's like an orange minifigure head. With a little green leaf piece on top of it, which it's like, you know, they, yeah, they, they do actually make like molded pumpkins, like jack-o'-lanterns, and they're meant to go over like a minifigure head. But yeah, why didn't they just toss one of those in there? Yeah, it's weird. Would have looked a lot better. But oh, well. I, I don't know. Probably saved them 0.25 of a penny for <laughs> each one. Oh, you could just you brick link it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Although, uh, I, I noticed at the, at the Lego store, you know, the Lego stores, uh, all have that little build a minifigure station where it's just bins full of minifigure heads and torsos and stuff. Uh, in, in their accessory pile, uh, they actually have those, uh, uh, jack-o'-lantern pieces right now. And I think those are consistent across Lego stores. Like they always get the same parts to put in there. Right. So. But then you'd so, have to like build some minifigs that's true 
That's true. Well, you know, maybe you're in the market for a couple of minifigures hmm. and who have a, who have a pumpkin head. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what else did I get? Uh, oh, uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, that I got my first Marvel Legends, uh, figure. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's true. I did. My very first Marvel Legends figure is, of course, uh, Spider Ham. Nice. Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider Ham. Yeah. I, um, you know what? You know what I did? I just ended up eBaying him because uh, I've not seen him in stores, and I got a feeling that that he's gonna be uh, one that's quickly grabbed up by the uh, the scalpers. Um, and I guess I guess I should know because I bought mine from <laughs> from a scalper. Um, yeah, I just went to eBay and was looking him up, and I ended up uh, they they tended to be going for like thirty bucks. Okay. On eBay. And, um, you know, I actually went to Hasbro's, uh, Hasbro's website to see, oh, maybe I could buy it from there. And they did have it for sale there. But again, after shipping, it comes out to like 30 bucks. Um, but I found, uh, uh, well, I found several people on eBay because apparently me just kind of looking at Marvel Legends closely for the first time and noticing these things. Apparently it's huge business on the scalper market to buy Marvel Legends toys and rip out the build-a-figure piece. Yep. And then sell the main figure and the build-a-figure piece separately. Right. Yeah, because, uh, well, the, this particular way of the build-a-figure is uh, Monster Venom, just like the big hulked-out giant uh venom character and he it's a cool looking figure but you know that's gonna be a popular figure so i i guess yeah everyone's uh selling those uh separately just because it's so popular Mm -hmm. but uh you know all i i mean that that venom figure looks great and i i wouldn't mind having it but i'm not gonna buy like five different toys right when i only want spider ham (laughs) And I was going to say, that's kind of why they parted out so they can sell you the Venom. Yeah, exactly. So, which, uh, well, well, the other thing is, you know, it, uh, he comes with, Spider-Ham comes with a, an alternate head, but I, I, I guess it's not meant to be an alternate head for him. It is not. It's a different character. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's symbiote Spider-Ham. It's, you know, like black suit Spider-Ham. He's got a, he got, you know, it's Venom. He's got the angry uh, face and stuff like that, big fangs showing. Uh, but yeah, I I thought I was just like, oh, you see, you pop off Spider Ham's head and toss uh toss this one on. But yeah, you tell me, it's a he's a whole separate character. It's pork grind. <laughs> pork grind, of course it is. Yeah, he's he's Spider Ham. He's the Venom for yeah. Spider Ham, and yeah, he's uh he's like human sized. Okay, so he's not like. Is he like big, like roided out venom, or just like kind of regular human size? I mean, he's buff. He's okay, not, but he's not like monster or hulked out. Okay, okay. Because I'm because you put the idea in my head. You were like, oh, now you got to buy. You got to buy a, a venom. venom. Uh, yeah, I got to buy a venom so I can pop the head off and and get a pork grind on there. And I'm just like, geez, I, I kind of do now, but I want to make sure that I get the right venom body for him yeah like the regular human-sized venom should work okay that's that's good so and hopefully the head because you know would the head be made to pop off those yeah probably yeah i guess yeah i mean it's all the same 
you know, engineering. So that's true. So, but yeah, so I got that, which is pretty great. Hey, uh, and you know, we were talking about those, uh, NECA turtle figures mm-hmm. a little earlier, uh, this past weekend, I went, uh, I drove down to Portland, uh, to visit my good friend, Bill, who, uh, uh, Bill has turned into a hardcore toy nerd. Uh, and he, and he, and he places some of that blame, if not most of that blame on us. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, you know, he's just, you know, he's my friend. So he started listening to this show just cause I was on it, you know, and he, he had no particular interest in buying a bunch of toys. And then as life goes on, it, uh, you know, he, he's suddenly spending hundreds and hundreds of, he is like, he has a very impressive uh uh masterpiece transformer collection and um and well he he's the guy who bought the uh, $800 Millennium Falcon which uh was one of the main you know I went I went down to visit my friend of course but I also went down so we could finish building uh that set and how was um, it We finished it Well I mean was it, do you feel it was worth the money uh, I mean, I mean, I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just, you know, it would not be worth it for me because okay. I do not, like I said, love Star Wars. Don't necessarily love it. $800 model. Okay. Worth. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Now, now is the set worth it? If you like, you're into that. No, I you mean, know, if for you, you personally, for me personally, no. Okay. Just because, again, it's like, you know, I'm not $800 toy into Star Wars. Okay. That's, um, that's totally fair. Yeah. But it is an amazing set. I am, for as much as I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it. I do not regret not buying it. Boy, am I happy I got a chance to help build it. Because it is, I mean, is is obviously huge. There are... You know, it's not like, it's, it's not like, uh, one of the, uh, 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 modular sets where like every other page, there's some sort of very clever building technique where you're just like, oh, what an amazing, fun, innovative build. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few moments like that where I'm just like, oh, I see what they're doing here. This is a very clever use of bricks. Um, but it's, you know, those are kind of few and far between in the build. Uh, but it's, it's just fun from a model making, uh, point of view, like seeing how they use the different plates and the different colors of bricks to kind of add fine little details to the ship. Uh, the way they handled the little greebly bits kind of around the, the spine of the ship or like in the, you know, the Millennium Falcon is covered with all these different pits that kind of lead into little mechanical doodads right just seeing the way they did that and you know you're you're building the the little greebly bits and then placing a plate over it with a hold it's positioned just so it's you create the pit and i was just like ah there's some really just fun kind of model making techniques and then you know when you get it done you have this ridiculously comically huge display piece that is like going to be the the focus of of the room whenever anyone walks into it. So, you know, it's it's it is this really mixed thing. Like I like I said, don't need it myself, but man, am I happy I got a chance to help build it. Nice. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's pretty great. But then that's not even the, the point of my, my trip. Although I guess, you know, it works for the show. Thematically, it's a toy thing. Uh, uh, my pal Bill is nice enough. He gave me a present when I went down there. He gave me the, uh, the San Diego Comic Con Ninja Turtle set. That is a really generous gift. He, I, well, I mean, he is, and he's listening right now, so I feel stupid, like, complimenting him. But he is a super sweet guy, and yeah, he is, he just was, and I, I was like, dude, let me pay you for it. You know, let me do something. And he's just like, no, 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 no. You're helping me put together my toy. And I was like, okay, dude. You, you, I'm, and I'm, I'm free to put together any other Lego sets if you just want to <laughs> throw me, uh, awesome rare toys. You, you let me know. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, the set, and we've talked about it on the show. It's the one that comes in. It's all four turtles, all the accessories and stuff like that. Uh, but the, the, the box it comes in is a, uh, gigantic replica of the uh the VHS box for the uh old uh 89 Turtles movie. 89 it is 89, right? 1990. Oh, 90. Okay, I was a year off. Okay. So yeah, the old the old uh 1990 Ninja Turtles movie. So the box is just beautiful and nostalgic and uh like even on the sides of the like on the spines of the VHS case, the uh uh uh, the, the company that distributed the old videotape was a company called Family Home Entertainment. And, and their logo was just the initials F-H-E, uh, but like written like a like a two-year-old wrote it just like in really childish crayon colors. Uh, but they have that logo replicated on the side of the box, but just it with NECA. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. And, uh, on the back of the box, um, you know, cause the, the back of the box again is, you know, made up to look like the back of the VHS box. But of course, instead of, uh, frame grabs from the movie, it's pictures of the toys. And instead of a plot synopsis, uh, text box. It's a little block talking about the toys. And then, uh, I, you know, I guess the back of the VHS box would have a couple quotes from movie critics talking about how great it is. Um, on, on the, uh, Comic-Con box, it's quotes from, uh, like YouTube toy reviewers. <laughs> like, uh, uh, there's a, a pixel Dan is, is one of the, those, the YouTube toy reviewers that, uh, that I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, not personally, but, but, you know, have watched his shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, like, he, like he's quoted on the back of the box, like saying something, you know, oh, NECA's Ninja Turtles are outstanding, you know, something along those lines. But I was like, that's really cute. Just the way they're replicating that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, mainly just a bunch of Transformer stuff. Um, I'm not, I mean, again, big chunk of this was in, um, uh, my pile of loot. So, you know, my, uh, Fortress Maximus Titans return figure that I ordered forever ago because it was on sale, uh, is here now. And I haven't even opened the box yet because he's huge and he's going to be covered with stickers. Got to set aside a day or two to put those stickers on. I finally 
Uh, I finally uh, got all the stickers on my Trypticon the other day. That probably took, you know, two hours or so. And now I got to put stickers all over my Predaking, and then I got to put stickers all over Fortress Maximus. It's ridiculous. What a life I lead. Um, but, uh, oh, the, the movie toy that I teased getting earlier, uh, I got Cogman. Nice. It's a good toy. Remember, remember Cogman? The kind of, kind of pissy C3PO clone from the last night? Yeah. I mean, not a, it's not an amazing character, but the toy is good. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was, I mean, he had his moments. I, he, had I, his, he had his funny moments. I find it hard to compliment anything in that movie. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, so this toy, uh, did he even get a proper release in the U.S.? I don't think it did. No, it did. Cause not. it was like, yeah, it was the last, it was in the last wave of toys from the last night, which of course that movie did not do as well as they expected and it shouldn't have. Um, and that combined with the fact that a lot of last wave figures are hard to get anyway because toys have, or, or stores have stopped carrying that line. Um, yeah, Cogman just did not make it to retail. Got a, got a pretty solid release in Japan, mm-hmm. right? Or, or yeah. in Asia, uh, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember where I got mine from. I bought it from some online retailer. It wasn't from Japan. Maybe it was just from Asia or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, various, uh, Asian cities will, will, or, or countries will get, uh, exclusives outside of, uh, Japan. But, uh, it did finally start making it here, but it's been arriving at, um, Ross stores. Dress for less. Yep. Yeah. Ross, of course, uh, same, same company as like Marshall's and TJ Maxx and all those little kind of bargain discount, uh, department stores where random, uh, Transformers will start showing up after the line dies in regular retail outlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I just happened to be driving, uh, past, uh, uh, or, like I just picked up my kid and we were driving, uh, home and I was like, oh, I think there's a Ross right around here. And I just was like, yeah, let's stop in here real quick. So I dragged my kid in and, uh, sure enough, they had one on the shelf and I was just like, good thing I just decided to randomly stop. <laughs> Cause now I got this hard to find toy and yeah, it's, it's not a bad figure. Uh, but of course what makes him the most interesting is that he is a headmaster, Yep. which is really weird because, you know, they had a whole like Titans return line for that and not a movie line. And in the movie, he does not show any signs of being a headmaster. Uh, I mean, he is what human size. Yeah, in in the yeah in the movie he is. I mean he is. He's about the size of like three PO. So yeah, so he could be a head. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Um. I though I did. I think it was maybe on the the Transformers wiki or something. Like there was a, a originally in the script, there was a scene where he uh. Well, what's the you know I, again these stupid stupid movies the stupid characters. Uh, there was a Decepticon toy in the movie line who turns into a jet and he's a headmaster for no reason. Oh, right, right. 
Yeah, I forget the character's name. Uh, Nitro Zeus. Oh, Nitro Zeus. Nitro Zeus, yes. I don't know why I remember that. But no, you are right. It's it's Nitro Zeus. Yeah, he's the, the jet. They brought out a Voyager class figure of him, and just randomly he was a headmaster. And randomly Cogman, the brilliantly named Cogman, uh, as a headmaster. But apparently in the original script, there was a scene where uh, Cogman attacks Nitro Zeus, rips off his head, and then transforms into head mode and begins piloting Nitro Zeus's body. Sure. Which, you know, makes sense given the toys, right? Yeah. You know, would it have been stupid in the movie? Probably. But that explains the toy. Um, yeah, I get a couple other Transformers that maybe I'll talk about later, but, you know, they're not terribly exciting. But what I am uh, excited about is I got my uh, Terror Cons. I have all five Terror Cons now from the Power of the Primes line. I got Deluxe Class Blot, Sinner Twin, and Cutthroat. And now you can form Abominus. And now I can, and he's he's on the desk right next to me. Nice. And he is great. Uh, Abominus. I've gone on about Abominus and the Terracons on the show before. Uh, my second favorite combiner from the old G1 days. Bruticus uh, is your first. Of course. Uh, but uh, Abominus is right behind him. You know, he... The, the the five components all turn into crazy monsters, which, of course, I loved. Uh, they're all these kind of bright, different colors, which makes them just very fun to look at when he's combined. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he's just, he's cool. So I got my Abominus now. Uh, and to uh, to go along with that, I picked up on your recommendation, uh, Perfect Effect. Uh, they're, they're one of those uh, third-party Transformer companies. Uh, they have... Uh, set out. And I, they've done a couple, I think they, like, they did one for Bruticus and probably some of the other combiners as well. But this is their PC24 perfect combiner upgrade set. Uh, and this specific one is, uh, meant for Abominus, uh, because the, uh, feet and hands are, uh, this kind of weird shade of pinkish purple, uh, that matches the old G1. Uh, and, and you get, uh, like a couple big guns for him to hold as well. But yeah, these, uh, like the hands have the articulated fingers. Uh, so they're, they're you know, a bit more posable than the Hasbro counterparts. And, uh, the feet, boy, the, uh, the power of the primes combiner feet. There's not much to them. Yeah. It's like a tiny little rectangle that usually gets dwarfed by the actual transformer figure you know it's like so you end up with looks less like a foot and more like a little box shoved under someone's stump where their foot has been cut off uh but the uh perfect effect feet are big and clunky and awesome looking and i am glad i picked that up nice so yeah um yeah, the, the hands and feet, they also have a feature where they can transform into weapons. So you can, once they're out of combined mode, you can sort of integrate them with the figures. But uh, they just look ridiculous. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, hey, I'm a Transformer dude, and I am holding this gun that is made out of a foot 
that is like three quarters of the size of me. So it just looks kind of silly. But, um, but yeah, so I, I got that. I got a couple other Power of the Primes toys. Um, and then I, yeah, picked up, uh, a couple, uh, Japanese Transformers figures. One of them was an exclusive figure, uh, that was only available if you bought a book called Transformers Generations, uh, volume one. And this is, uh, the 2014 edition. Uh, yeah, like that book came with an order form that you could, uh, like buy the figure through them or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, but this is, this is a repaint of the old, uh, classics Astro Train mold, the deluxe class Astro Train from like, what, 2007 when the classics line first began? Yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Uh, but this is, uh, the, uh, character, one of the Autobot, uh, train bots, uh, Shoki is his name. Again, a Japanese name. Um, and these guys showed up in, uh, the Japanese only headmaster cartoon. And this was a, there were the train bots and they were an old G1 combiner that never left Japan. And it's, uh, it's just, yeah, a bunch of train cars that turn into a, uh, a robot. And now we got a modern version of, uh, uh, Shoki who was the leader of the group transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Yeah. I knew that's where you're going. <laughs> I didn't mean to go there. It just came out, but I mean, you know, the G one Shoki was a bullet train. Uh, so it makes sense to use this bullet since that uh, is a bullet train. Yep. And of course he also has a space shuttle mode now that was not present, uh, in the original toy. Uh, but they actually, uh, they actually wrote some fiction to, uh, to explain that. And supposedly Shoki's space shuttle mode is, uh, supposed to replicate a Decepticon spaceship called the Thunder Arrow. Hmm. Which, uh, is a spaceship from, uh, uh, Transformers Victory. And sure enough, if you transform the Shoki toy into shuttle mode, he does have a Decepticon logo on uh, the front of him. Okay. So, so yeah, so they, they figured out a way to inter- integrate, uh, that third mode, which I thought was kind of cute. Uh, final Japanese toy I got, final toy I'm going to talk about, uh, is I picked up again from Big Bad Toy Store, uh, the Japanese Transformers Adventure TAV EX Jeffrey Prime. Nice. Yes. Uh, again, we we're talking about uh, uh, Toys R Us. This is a uh, Japanese Toys R Us exclusive figure. And uh, as the name suggests, uh, it is an Optimus Prime toy that has a giraffe color scheme about him. Um, this is, it is a repaint of, um, the Transformers Robots in Disguise, uh, the, the recent cartoon one, um, Minicon Battle Pack Optimus Prime. So he is not, uh, I guess kind of scout sized. 
if we're using Transformers terminology. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, bigger than the little Legends class ones, uh, not as big as the, uh, as the deluxe class. Uh, I guess, uh, what was that? The Cyberverse toys? Yeah. From, uh, back, back, that was like one of the movie lines. Yeah, just these kind of like smallish scale toys, but he is a uh, Optimus Prime in that scale. Uh, has his standard red cab in truck mode. Um, his, uh, kind of semi-trailer part is mostly orange with a couple, like a little, uh, pink and green bit that have Toys R Us stickers on them. Uh, and then when you transform him, yeah, it's just, uh, he's got bright yellow legs with, uh, little stars all over them. Like, uh, the old Jeffrey mascot had. So, had to get that. Had to get the Toys R Us Optimus Prime. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's Toys R Us, man. Let us pay homage. But yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. A lot of stuff. This is what happens again when we skip a month. Yeah, it's just we've been really busy. Oh, I know. Hey, it's just hard. Don't have to. Don't have to tell me. Yeah, I'm just explaining. It's, it's hard <laughs> to carve out a couple hours to talk about toys. It really is, actually. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com/slash Points for Articulation, or email POA Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.